and How I Met Your Mother. Uh, <laughs> could it be any more about How I Met Your Mother? I think I've already done this bit. Yeah. Uh, I'm David. I'm Natalie. <laughs> How are you, Natalie? It's a new year. Happy New Year. Yeah, it's a new dawn. It's a new day. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, Happy New Year, friends and mothers. Um, we hope everyone is... Hope everyone had a happy and safe New Year's Eve, I guess, celebration. Yeah. Um, I feel like here in Los Angeles, most people stayed home. Yeah, I mean, not based on the bar we were at. There was That's a true. lot of people there. It was pouring rain, and, yeah. and Angelinos. Yeah, don't do well. Don't with, leave the house. Yeah, with rain. Um, yeah, uh, but what we normally do on this podcast, and what we're going to do today, no alterations in the format uh we watch an episode of friends episode of how i met your mother we've already done that part and we discuss compare contrast all sorts of other uh digressions and 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 whatnot um so this week we're on season four episode 10 of of both shows Mm -hmm. uh season four episode 10 of friends is called the one with the girl from poughkeepsie and season four episode 10 of how i met your mother is called the fight but we're going to put a pin in the fight. Mm-hmm. And we are going to start with season four, episode 10 of Friends, which again is called The One with the Girl from Poughkeepsie. So uh, I have the wrong file open on my phone. Here we go. Um, we open up in the in the dude's apartment. Uh, Ross comes over to find that... Uh, it's, so it's, it's Joey and Chandler who live there. And then also Phoebe's there, I think? Or is it Rachel? I can't remember. Phoebe's just hanging out with them. Yeah, yeah, I like when Phoebe just hangs out with them. Yeah. It happens sometimes. Yeah. Um, uh, and Joey has beaten his own personal record. He's got 15 Oreos in his mouth. Yeah. And there's a funny bit where Ross, like, reaches for one of the Oreos on the table, and Joey, like, just signals, like, mm-mm. Nope. Like, yeah. like, these are for me. Um, How many Oreos do you think you could fit in your mouth? Three? Yeah, I was going to say three or four. Yeah. <laughs> um... Ross, though, he met a gal on the train, uh, but she lives in Poughkeepsie, which is a two-hour train ride. Yeah. Um, so I guess that's Hudson Valley. Call to action. Correspond uh, or correspond with us, New Yorkers. Where, where is Poughkeepsie? Where is Poughkeepsie? Is it, I mean, I can look it up, but is that Hudson Valley? Let me know. I don't know shit about New York. I've been to, I've been there once with you. Yeah. For like five days. That's yeah, it. Yeah, we should go back. Oh yeah, it's on my to to do list. Uh, so that's the whole opening. Um, then after the the opening titles, it's uh, it's Christmas at the Perk. The Perk is all decked out for yeah, Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Um, or like a week late. Yeah, yeah. You know? Uh, Rachel's all sad because of uh, the idea of being alone in the holidays, which I know is the thing that gets people uh, sad. Um, I've been there. You know, I've been lonely on the holidays in the past. Um, luckily, one uh, Christmas Day 2008... Uh, one Natalie Schaefer saved me from my, lo- my loneliness <laughs> by calling me up on Christmas Day and inviting me out on a date. Yeah. Uh, which was fun. We yeah. saw Gran Torino. Ugh, yeah. You liked it. Or yeah. you pretended to like it because you liked like me. It. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, so Chandler's like, hey, there's a bunch of single bros at my office. Uh, why don't I set you up? And, and Rachel's into it. She's just looking for a fling. She doesn't want anything serious. Um, well, she was saying, like, I'll take anything, like even a fling. No, I thought she said, oh, is that what she said? Yeah. Okay. She's kind of like in a noncommittal. Right, right. Okay. She just wants something. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, uh, 
the cooks all still hate Monica. That's we don't get that yet. We don't yeah. get to the restaurant, but yeah. Monica brings that up at the perk that the cooks and just the entire staff, wait staff and and the and the uh, the other kitchen staff all still hate Monica uh, at her new job because they loved or in many cases were related to the chef who got fired yeah. that she replaced. Um, uh, so Chandler starts uh, looking for dudes at his office. Um, uh, to to set up with Rachel, and he happens to mention, hey, she's just looking for a fling, right? right? And this kind of brings the guys out of the woodwork. Everyone wants to have a fling with Rachel. There's a thing where he's like accepting bribes, bribes, yeah. you know, yeah. like it's like uh, hockey and basketball tickets and and um, uh, cigars and whiskey, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Basil Hayden is the whiskey that uh, gets mentioned. Yeah, but um, Chandler doesn't know what any of that. He doesn't know was, what Basil but he, Hayden is. But he wants yeah. it. The guy who offers him the Basil Hayden is an actor named Jamie Kaler, who uh, would later go on to be one of the main characters on the sh- somewhat short-lived and very much underrated uh, TBS sitcom My Boys. Mm, um, I never watched that. It's so good. Uh, I mean, it, it, it maybe falls out a little as it went on, but it's just like a really cool, like underrated hmm. uh, uh, show. Jim Gaffigan was on it in the early seasons. Um, he eventually left the show. But uh, uh, and you know who else is on it? Um, Reed Scott from Veep, uh, the short, handsome, smarmy guy from from Veep. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was on it. Uh, uh, yeah, good show, my boys. Um, um, but one of the coworkers knew Rachel was hot, like had met her before and was like, oh, this is like your hot friend. And then the other yeah. guy's like, oh, hot friend who wants a fling. Right, yeah. Oh, because uh, she'd come to the Christmas party with yeah. Chandler. That's, yeah. how they, that's how they knew her. Um, I, forgot, I was mentioning the um, cast of My Boys, and you know, um, you and I both love uh, to talk about uh, Superstore. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Superstore. Michael Bunin? Uh, I, I think, um, who was Jeff on Superstar. He was the um, regional manager who was dating, uh, oh. uh, what's his name? N- Nico? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he and Jamie Kaler were like the kind of sort of... Nico? Oh, well, now I have to look that up. Yeah. Um, yeah, Nico. Okay. Oh, no, sorry. The actor's name is Nico. Okay. Uh, Nico Santos. The character was Mateo. Mateo. That's right. Yeah, yep. that's right. Yeah, sorry, Nico is the actor. Um, I get points for that, right? Knowing the mm, actor? No. Oh, okay. Um, and then, uh, I'm just saying, watch My Boys. Listeners, friends and mothers, call to action. Have you watched My Boys? Yeah. Am exactly. I right that it's great? Jordana should I, Spiro, she's great. Should I watch it? Uh, yeah, as it, that's what, yeah, let, let Natalie know if, if you think she'd like it, I think. Uh, is it sporty? For some reason, I Yeah, it's it. about, so Jordana Spiro plays a sports writer. And so her thing is that she's like the kind of gal whose friends are almost all men. That's why they're like my boys or whatever. Um, But then there's... That's already like a turnoff for me. But there is... Stephanie is also a great character. Now I have to look up who played Stephanie. um, Because she was really great on on that show. Uh, Kelly Stewart is her name. Um, Yeah. So uh, that's enough my boys talk. <laughs> I just wanted to let you know there is another woman on the show. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. Blah, blah, blah. Jamie Killer. My, okay. Uh, Phoebe's working on a holiday song at the perk. Um, 
uh, she can't rhyme. Like Monica and Hanukkah are like clearly like yeah. uh, great. Snowy and Joey work very well. Beyond yeah. that, she sort of sort of starts to run out of rhymes for all her friends for the holidays. This becomes like a running. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, Monica is again complaining about the disrespect of the 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 staff at the staff. kitchen yeah. um, at the, at the restaurant and uh, Chandler. Says, I don't know if this is true, but he says that Orson Welles used to hire someone with the intention of like firing that person on the first day so that everyone knew who was boss. I don't know if that's true or not, but uh, they come up with a plan that Monica's going to hire Joey as a waiter and then uh, fire him in a very like uh, stern and and uh, what's what I'm looking for bold attention getting way yeah. so that everyone else is afraid of her. Yeah. Um, least, well, she wants their respect. Yeah, yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Ross has started dating someone who lives closer than Poughkeepsie, and there's a funny like pros and cons thing where it's yeah. like clear like that this other girl is a dud, but the thing she has going in her favor is that she lives close. Right. <laughs> like she might be racist. <laughs> yeah. She's not funny. <laughs> yeah. But she lives close. Um, then there's a funny thing where um, Joey comes into the perk. Um, and they're like, uh, are you, uh, did you already get fired by Monica? And he like forgot that he was supposed yeah. to be there. Well, he so said, how was your first day working at the restaurant? Shoot. Yeah. <laughs> he runs, he out. runs out. Uh, so then Joey gets to the, the restaurant. There's a thing where, um, Monica's chef jacket got like put in the oven. You know? Yeah. Well, even before that, they, um, they oh, wrote, I was gonna, don't, oh, don't worry. That'll okay. come up later. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, they put the chef jacket in the oven. And so then Joey does, like, a creepy thing where he's, like, oh, it's still on fire and, like, kind of, like, feels Feel her up. up. Yeah. yeah, it's weird. Um, da, da, da. Uh, so Rachel, Rachel's date with the first guy went great, uh, but then she finds out that, Joe, that Chandler said she wanted to fling, and now she's, like... He's going to think so less of me, little of me between this and me putting out on the first date. He's yeah. going to uh, think I'm a floozy or something. I can't remember what she said. Um, uh, meanwhile, at the restaurant, the head waiter is played by the great Fred Stoller. Fred Stoller. Um, we love Fred Stoller. Uh, it comes time for Joey to get fired. <laughs> But he gets his tips from the last few nights and realizes he's making a bunch of money and the, Christmas, and the holidays are coming up. And so he like bows out he like mm -hmm. he, he 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 chickens out when it comes time to get fired um uh uh he and then he explains himself that he's like um i don't remember the last time i had 328 dollars and 200 i can't remember exactly what the Amounts were I, I I wrote down that it adds up to five hundred sixty five dollars, okay. which he couldn't figure he couldn't out. Figured that out yeah. in 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 his head. Um, it was five hundred sixty five dollars, whatever it was. It was like three thirty eight and two twenty seven, something like that. Yeah. Anyway, um, Fred Stoller. Uh, well, we we had like a fake segment called "Stolen from Seinfeld," but right, I yeah, think yeah, of yeah. Fred Stoller from Seinfeld first. Yeah, he was like hitting on uh, Elaine Elaine at a party, and he was like very boring or something. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, but yeah, there's a, <laughs> there is, you find it on YouTube. There's an episode because Norm MacDonald had like a podcast that would also be like on YouTube. Mm -hmm. 
and he has an episode uh, with Fred Stoller where Norm MacDonald is telling the story of this real life, very awful serial killer. But he keeps saying stuff in this like kind of like funny Norm MacDonald way mm-hmm. that makes Fred Stoller laugh. And then Norm MacDonald's like, why are you laughing at this? You sicko. <laughs> it's, it's so funny. It got shared around a lot when Norm MacDonald first, first passed. Um, anyway, uh, Phoebe's still working on the song. Ross is, uh, uh asleep, uh, on the couch because he's, um, going to and from Poughkeepsie yeah. on multiple nights in, in a row, which is a two hour train ride. Um, he says he can't choose between, what's that? No, nothing. Okay. Uh, he says he can't cho- choose between Phoebe says dump them all, you know, yeah. neither one of them is good, which is probably good advice. Like the one girl you clearly don't like the girl you do like is, it's untenable. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's good advice. But I think like, tell me if I'm wrong. Natalie and, and friends and mothers tell me if I'm wrong. Um, there's this, the stereotype is that like, uh, women are more emotional and women are more romantic, mm-hmm. but I find that I, I, and I think that when men fall for someone, mm-hmm. they like are, they're more likely to go head over heels. Mm-hmm. Whereas women, even if they are, Falling for someone still have their wits about them in a, in a, in a way. Is think, that a true stereotype? Mm, yeah, I think it's it's true in the sense that, like, men typically, yeah, like get really like invested and like do a lot up front, and then it fizzles. Right, right, and right. And then we're like, well, why aren't you like this anymore? Like, what yeah. happened to this? Like, we know you're capable of doing all of this now that you have us you've given up oh what what about i sounds like i well, i've been dropping the ball well, i haven't been romantic enough lately yeah oh man um no that's not true you're very romantic okay good um glad to hear it wait am i not uh you're you're you're, you're pretty romantic <laughs> <laughs> it's fine it's fine if i'm not I, I never claim to be uh okay so meanwhile speaking of getting dumped uh Patrick, I think, was uh, the name of Chandler's co-worker who said he doesn't want to see Rachel anymore. Uh, was that not Drew? Drew? Oh, maybe it was Drew. Yeah. I feel like there was a Patrick n- mentioned at some Maybe point, there's the Patrick, but, yeah, yeah. Maybe Drew is the one who who, who, who dumped her. Um, uh, Chandler is, like, comforting to her in a way that it was just, like... It's interesting seeing Chandler and Rachel be physically intimate in a non-romantic way like they're, they're just good friends and he's like brushing her hair away from her face and stuff like that you know yeah it's like it was a sweet moment and then of course chandler ruins it yeah by asking her about uh any potential same-sex experiences she might have had out of out of the blue yeah um da, da, da. uh but then she's like are you crazy? Like yeah. she was just like so flabbergasted at yeah. this idea. And he's like, there's no good time. There, to I ask. guess there really is no good time to ask that. Um, oh, right. Because I, I forgot the reason that drew slash Patrick broke up with her is because Chandler went back and was like, no, she is looking for a serious relationship. Yeah, Thinking like, he was fixing it, but he just made it worse. Yeah. Um, have you noticed when these friends are at the perk, they sit, like, if there's only two of them, they sit so close together, like, on top of each other. Well, they're besties. 
Yeah, I guess I don't sit that close Neither to do I. my friends. But I'm not this close with any of my friends, yeah. uh, literally or, you know, emotionally. Uh, <laughs> at, at the, in the kitchen, the uh, Fred Stoller shuts the frid, the walk-in freezer door or fridge door behind Monica. Yeah. And she thinks she's locked in, but there's a handle that opens on the inside, but that doesn't stop her from spilling marinara sauce all yeah. over herself. So she's humiliated, and she's a moment away from quitting herself. And Joey steps up and lets him. He sees like how terrible this is and yeah. how bad they're treating her. Yeah. So she he lets her fire him in the big dramatic way she had planned. Um, there's a uh, um, <laughs> uh, Ross falls asleep on the train to Poughkeepsie and wakes up in Montreal, Quebec. Yeah. Um, and he wakes up next to a beautiful woman who's like watching him and waiting for him to wake up. Yeah. Uh, and there's a funny tag. I don't know if this is in your funniest moments, but uh, um, he's like, and you, because she's like, do you want to get coffee? And he's like, yeah, all right, coffee sounds good. And he's like, and you live, you live in Montreal? And she's like, oh, no, no. But it's only a one-hour ferry to Nova Scotia. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe a two-hour. I can't remember how long the ferry was. But um, I thought that was funny. Uh, back at the <laughs> at the restaurant, <laughs> Joey, this is almost the funniest moment, so tell me if I'm wrong, but Joey's like laying it on thick about like getting fired and he's like I guess <laughs> I guess I should have thought about my wife and kids before I stood up to Chef Geller. It's gonna be a lean Christmas at the no, the dragon house. Yeah. It was in my funniest moments, but it's okay to talk about Okay, because he he said his nickname was Dragon. Yeah. Um because there's a funny part when <laughs> Monica's like, hey, new guy. And Fred Stiller's like, he has a name. It's Dragon. Yeah. Yeah, that will come up again. Um, all right. Uh, and then at the end, we finally get Phoebe's song. And she uh, kind of... She pulls it off. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> she, she cheated a little bit with Rachel and Chandler, but she rhymes Ross with Santa Claus, which yeah. I thought was funny. Yeah. Uh, all right, and that's the end of the episode. Um, do you have any of the stray observations before we move on to funniest moment? Um, mm, no. Uh, this was a very funny Wait, episode. Wait, did you notice? Um, so I'd like to bring... So I guess this is like a segment of its own, but the Magna Doodle. Oh, what did it say this it time? It said, our Christmas tree put right here, like in a little sign. So I guess... They didn't have a Christmas tree yet, but they right. were going to get one. And that's where it's going to go. That's where it was going to go. That's cute. Yeah, yeah, I like that you keep track of the Magna Doodle. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of funny moments. One, I'm not going to say because I know, based on our reactions to watching the episode, that it's going to be on your list, too. So instead, I'll say, uh, when they come up with this idea at the perk for Joey to get hired and then fired, mm-hmm. and Monica says, do you know how to waiter? Which I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but she says, do you know how to waiter? waiter? And he goes, good enough to get fired. <laughs> yeah, that was on my list as well. Um, so we talked about it before, but like when we learned that Joey has told, told everyone to call him Dragon, like Fred Stoller just walks into the kitchen. Hey, Dragon. <laughs> All right, that's just the, because he says like, don't call me Joey. I'm like, trying out a new nickname yeah and that's how we find out that's how yeah friend still walks in it's, it's, it. yeah <laughs> um uh okay well uh i'll say the i laughed at the reveal early on before we get to the kitchen when monica's talking about them pranking her she holds up her like 
floppy dumb like chef's hat and it has in all big black caps <laughs> quit bitch yeah <laughs> yeah um <laughs> piggy backing off of that yeah um when she brings it to the perk to like show her friends um phoebe says maybe they meant to write quiet bitch <laughs> Um, there's a very funny and very, I like when this show is just silly. There's a very silly thing where Phoebe is saying that nothing rhymes with Rachel <laughs> and Joey just lists off a bunch of words that don't, don't rhyme with Rachel, yeah. but like a kind of like table, like they kind of sound close they, to Rachel. Like rhyme, <laughs> yeah. kind of. It's in like a way. angel, table. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was very funny because he's saying he's with so much confidence. Um, so... Some of like the the scenes in the kitchen were like by far the funniest okay. parts in my mind. So after Monica gets like fake locked in the freezer, she comes out. She's covered in marinara. Um, she's just like so fed up. And then she's like, "You think it's funny? Should I dance around a little bit? Do you like that?" <laughs> and then Fred Stoller's like, "No, it was really good." Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I thought I was going to take this one from you, but it's my last one, so I have to take it. When when Chandler is yeah. going to ask yes. his coworker yes. uh, about going out with Rachel, he approaches him in the break room by saying, "I say Drew." I say Drew. <laughs> I I definitely had that. That's how I knew it was Drew. That I yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, um, we both laughed so hard at that moment while we were watching it that yeah. I was like, "That's going to be on both our lists." Yeah. We try not to like give too much away, but when it comes to funniest moments, we kind of know. Yeah. You know, I knew. Uh, this is uh, something that gets called back in this coming episode of How I Met Your Mother. But when the when the pencil went up Barney's nose the first time, you laughed so hard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, should we move on to? Or do you have any other any other funny uh, moments? No, we got them all. Move on to friends with make it fashion. Uh, I liked that the kitchen staff at is it's called Alessandro's, right? That's the restaurant. Alessandro's, yeah. Um, for the holiday season, they have red and green neckties. Oh yeah, that's fun. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Uh, and the one like, uh, I felt bad for the short waitress because her tie was like way down past her crotch. Yeah. Um, uh, Phoebe has some velvet overalls, which I liked. Okay. Where are you going? Get some water. Oh. Um, and also, it's right here. Uh, Rachel had like a, like a fitted suit with like a chevron pattern that I liked. Is that when she came over to the boys' apartment? Yeah, I think yeah, so. I liked that too. It was yeah. very again, as with last week, the tailoring on Rachel yeah. is uh, yeah. uh, really expert, top notch stuff. Yeah. Wow. You're supposed to vamp when I take a oh, drink. Oh, sorry, water. sorry, I was distracted. All right. Um, Let's see, what's under the umbrella? Um, well, what first came to mind is Ross being totally gross when he was talking about the girl on the train, how um, like he wanted to talk to her, and then he like blocked her, so she was totally at his mercy. Those are his words. Like, got in her way, yeah. Yeah. At least of the show, like, commented on it. Like, yeah. Chandler was like, were you late because you were burying her body or yeah. something? Yeah, yeah, at least the show knows yeah. in that case, yeah. But that's, you know, Ross being like... Kind of like a Ted, like, oh, like, he's so sweet, but really he's just, like, a like a scary yeah. sociopath. Um, there's uh, a lot of gay panic in yes. this episode. Yes. Chandler 
um, has to repeatedly insist to Drew that he's not gay. Yeah. Um, when he's approaching his co- yeah. colleagues, like, are you single? Yeah. Yeah. He says, I'm not gay so many times that Dre's like, Drew's like, I didn't think you were gay. Now I kind of do. Right. Um, but then there's also a reference to Chandler's dad when uh, mm-hmm. there's something about like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all the boys want his number or something. Mm-hmm. And he says something like, like father, like son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also there was like, uh, we talked about it before when Rachel was panicked, like about being with a girl. I'm not crazy. Like, are you crazy? I thought she was more just offended he would ask. Maybe. Yeah. Um, Maybe she protests too much. I bet she has been. Who cares? Uh, yeah, we will. Yeah, didn't we already? Okay. Maybe not. Maybe not. Um, Gunther loving Rachel, like he overhears her saying, I just want a man. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then him like being like, oh, I'm not a man. <laughs> yeah, that's sad. Yeah. Um, we, oh, uh, did we talk about this already? About... Um, uh, Monica saying something about having to like hire a junior, junior hire to like go on the seesaw. When with she her. was in elementary school, yeah. they had to get someone from the junior high yeah. to use the seesaw with her. Yeah. It's another uh, sad, fat phobic, fat phobic joke. Yeah. yeah. Well, is that that's a sad note to take a break on? But oh no, where I'm not done. Oh, you've got more under the umbrella. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so Phoebe's like mysterious past. She's she was talking about Prague. Yeah. And everyone's like. And just kind of like lets it go. Yeah. Um, but she used to live in Prague. Also, the fact that like, so Chandler's job is kind of like weird and nebulous and there's a fine foods division, yeah. weirdly. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, it's funny that like Rachel's like, no accountants or anyone from legal. I don't like guys with boring jobs. Yeah. Um, which like Chandler had a funny joke about that. Like, what was Ross? Uh Adventure or explore. I can't yeah, remember what they what yeah. he said. But also, like I was thinking, like everyone at Chandler's work has a boring job. Yeah, yeah. And Rachel is like, well, what like what kind of job is that? And he said something about credit cards, and she says, I like credit cards. Oh, right. Which is also under the umbrella. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, and props to the props department. Let's see, we have some brisk iced tea. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, we didn't see the Oreo wrapper, but they called out Oreos. They didn't say, yeah. like, how many sandwich cookies can you fit in your mouth? Yeah, yeah. Um, they didn't say, what's the... Or, or, never mind. I forgot the Joe... JoJo's. Is that the Trader Joe's, Joe's one? Yeah. yeah. Also, new set who dis uh, Chandler's office lunchroom. Yeah, that was a new one. Yeah. yeah. Um, and now we can take our break. Let's do it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, we're back and we are ready to dive in to season four, episode ten of How I Met Your Mother, which is called The Fight. Okay, I'm gonna suffer through this. Um, so Ted is. Wait, why are you gonna suffer through? Because I hate doing a recap. Oh, okay. Um, I thought it was again like last week. You hated the episode, but oh, okay, uh, no. no. Okay, um, so Ted's introducing the episode. Why do we fight? And then we go to Lily's classroom, and there are these two kids who are just like fighting and he's talking about how some people 
um, are always fighting. Uh, and then Ted is saying that he only had one fight in his life. Yeah. Um, but since since being left at the altar, he's getting lots of great attention from people at McLaren's, the server. But I don't think he thinks it's great. Yeah. He doesn't want to be he known He doesn't want, like, as, a pity... Yeah. Um, yeah. Pity attention. Yeah. Um, and then we meet Doug Martin, who's a bartender who is on um, Matt Will, TV. Will Sasso. Right? Yeah. 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 I, I love Will Sasso. He's the one in Best in Show. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, this is bruised. Oh, yeah. I got bit by a dog the other day. You know that. David got bit by a dog. On New Year's Eve. And it's, like, completely bruised. It didn't break the skin. Yeah, it's fine. Anyway, um, in Best in Show, Will Sasso is the one who says, uh, if you get tired... Pull over. If yeah. you get hungry, eat something. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's also in Dropped Gorgeous. Yeah, he is in yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah. Um, so he, to, a few things to know about Doug is he has a violent streak. He's weird about his hair because he has a toupee and he, yeah. he's very weird about his hair. And he's very loyal to regulars. Uh, Can I interject something here that I really like? Sure. Because I like that the way the show gets away with introducing a new character like Doug is... By reminding us that we're uh, everything we're seeing is in Bob Saget Ted's like yeah. memory, yeah. so the fact that we had never seen Doug before is just because Bob Saget forgot to mention him. Forgot to, yeah. So then we get these this little montage of recreations of famous scenes from past episodes that took place at McLaren's, including the pencil up the nose, but with Will Sasso there. Yeah, I thought that was a really great, like, uh, fun, inventive thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so. Him being loyal to regulars, they notice that there are people in their booth. and they So they're sitting in a different booth. Yeah. And Doug's like, why are you sitting over here? And he's like, oh, because those guys took our spot or yeah. whatever. And Doug freaks the fuck out. <laughs> and then, like, tries to, like, says we're going to go in the alley and fight them. Um, well, he, yeah, he goes over and he yells at the guys. Yeah. And then he comes back to the table and he's like... Okay, we're uh, going to go... Well, he pretty first he says, like, ladies, you want to move over to your booth? Gentlemen, if you'll join me outside, we got to fight those guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Robin loves fighting because she has, like, a whole history of, like, digging, like, hockey players yeah. and fighters. So yeah. she's very... Um, She's enamored by this idea of like people, like men being tough and yeah. fighting. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So then we get some flashbacks of like being punched. Uh, Marshall saying he's been in fights and they all laugh at him, <laughs> make fun of his, like, they have like a, a vision of Marshall and his brothers fighting. Yeah. Having like, yeah, well, it'll come off later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, let's see. Okay, so they go outside, and they act... So, okay, so Doug, like, beats them up, Yeah, right? so, um, Marshall... Not Marshall. Um, Barney and Ted spend so long talking themselves into going outside. Yeah. By the time they go out to the alley... They're already on the floor. Doug has already beat up all three guys. Yeah, and then they accidentally beat each other up so it looks like well, they intentionally beat each other up to right but it was like an accident the first one was like an accidental punch no barney punches himself in the face 
Oh, I thought it was accidental. No, no. He, he punches himself in the face to give himself a black eye. So, But uh, what's key to this is that Marshall did not join them. And I can't remember if we said that or not. But right. Marshall did not yeah. join them. But yeah. Barney and Ted went out to fight. They didn't fight. It was already over. But Doug was so lost in Enraged. the fight that he didn't realize yeah. they weren't there. Yeah. And so they get to reap the glory of being the guys. Who yeah. So Doug thought yeah. they beat up, beat up the guys. Mm-hmm. And then they're kind of like heroes and they have like a black eye and like a bloody nose Uh, of course like robin's all horned up by both of them yeah yeah um so yeah marshall chose the path of nonviolence. um let's see they're trying to like impress all the girls at the bar with their heroism they say um like nobody sits in our booth and then, um, yeah, the people who are like in their booth are actually process servers. Yeah, they serve them with paperwork. They're being sued for assault. Yeah, the other guys. Yeah, even though Ted and Barney did not beat up the guys, Doug did. Um, so Marshall, being a lawyer, is like, "Ooh, this is bad. Like you're looking at some serious prison time." And you know they're dumb and scared. Yeah, yeah, he's lying. He's lying. But he, but he like doesn't like them getting all the glory. No. Yeah, he's trying to teach them a lesson. Yeah. Um, did I miss the part about um, Marshall going to Lily's classroom to teach them about? <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, nonviolence. Yeah, and he gets called a wuss. Oh yeah, by the, the little, little kids. kids call him a wuss, <laughs> make fun of him. Um, okay. Um, Robin, Robin at a hockey game. Can't go when she knows the truth. Uh, Robin is so into Barney that she invites him to the hockey game. Yes, yes. Sorry. Um, but then when she, Marshall reveals the truth that Barney didn't fight, and so Robin is immediately okay. Then over she's him. like, "No, thank yeah. you." Yeah. Um, okay. So once. Doug, okay, so they the lawsuit is dropped, and they said they didn't have anything to do with the fight. Then they're mm-hmm. afraid because Doug will now know yeah. that um, they didn't help him in the fight. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they didn't want to disappoint him. Um, oh, and then Doug says, no wonder your wife left you. Yeah, yeah. Which is way harsh. Yeah, so, um, so, so Ted hits him and then gets knocked out by him. Yeah. By, by Doug. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then... Uh, then who's the second person to do the... Um, in Lily's classroom? Then it's Ted, who, then like, Ted. did get into a fight. Yeah. And, and was, like, telling them not to, and, like... Yeah, one of the kids is like, where do you find these people? The Wuss store? <laughs> that was really funny. I should have saved that. Maybe yeah, for it was funny. Funniest. Um... Okay, then let's see. They're all at McLaren's, and they're doing a cheers. Um, uh, don't get into a fight with Marshall. Yeah, because Marshall is the one who ends up knocking Marshall's Doug the out. one who knocks Doug out. That's because right. we find out That's that right. his fights with his brothers were not yes. as Marshall, uh, or as Barney and Ted imagined, but yes. they were like, they Actual, like a fight club. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's intense. Um yeah, um, and then we end with like a future scene of um, 
Marshall using a lightsaber at like a Thanksgiving, like a right. Marsh, uh, Erickson family Yeah, which is a callback to something he had said earlier in the episode. Yeah, which is kind yeah. of under the umbrella too, like just like Star, Star Wars, Wars references. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure I missed a lot. That was rough. Um, this is why we got to do them right after we watch. When you know, when we wait a day, we forget this stuff. I don't think I uh, forgot. I think I'm I'm just bad at this. Um, well, I, I'm, we already had we had one listener say they prefer your recaps to mine. No one said the opposite, so. <laughs> Um, Everyone knows. Uh, I, I, I think you're you're still the winner. Uh, a couple of the things I wanted to mention. Um, weirdly, the the t- the two kids who are always fighting in Lily's classroom. Mm-hmm. One of them, there's three scenes of them fighting, and one of them in two different scenes is wearing a Triumph motorcycles T-shirt. I couldn't help but notice, like, is that did they get is someone on the costume team like into Triumph motorcycles huh, or maybe. Well, they always, um, like, people are always wearing, like, logo. Yeah. And then, like, Marshall had a motocross shirt. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I'm not a motorcycle guy, but I um, uh, do think the Triumph style of motorcycle is Like the cool. little ones. Yeah, they're yeah. cooler than the big, like, clunky, like... Choppers. Compensating... Yeah. <laughs> Harleys and stuff. Yeah, No I offense agree. if you um, ride a Harley. Um, uh, we found out that... Barney gets weekly mani pedis, mm-hmm. um, yeah. which I used to. I've never gotten a pedicure. I don't want people to touch my feet, but um, I used to get manicures every once in a while, pre-COVID, and I never got back to doing it. Um, I feel like weekly's overkill, but if you go monthly, they get too long. So I feel like every two weeks, if I were going to get go back that's, to getting a manicure, yeah. every yeah. two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll do that. I think that's what most people do. Yeah, but it's because I'm also because I'm not in the office all the time I used to go on my lunch break because there was a place near me that was like kind of kind of fancy but um yeah uh yeah maybe I'll go back to getting manicures I'll stop biting my nails yeah you know mm-hmm. that was like one of the longest period of my time that I didn't bite my nails and I was getting manicures yeah um listeners male listeners male identifying listeners um do you get manicures pedicures also or pedicures I don't like people touching my feet I've also never had a massage in my life because I don't want people touching me generally. Think, Hands are as far as I go, I guess. I think also pedicures are like preventative care so you don't get like ingrown Yeah, toenails. that's probably true, which I've had a couple times in my life. It's been yeah. a while, knock on wood. But yeah. Um, uh, I also thought... Um, so this is... Uh, this is 2007, am I right? That mm-hmm. this would have aired? Um, obviously, I should have that up because I have the... Um, for the, the, the segment, I, I have that up. Um, uh, no, this aired at the end of 2008, right, after we met each other. Okay. Um, uh, so there's a fun part after Barney and Ted fight, which they didn't really, but Doug thinks they do. Yeah. And he brings the table around to drinks. Oh, yeah, this is on my funniest. Oh, okay. But yeah. I, So um, then we'll talk about it when you get to the funniest. Okay. Uh, let's just move on to funniest moments then, unless you have anything else. Okay. So, yeah, same scene. Free... Free, free, seven fifty. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I like. I've always liked Will Sasso as a performer. Yeah, because um, he's very performative. Because it's for free. Because it's all, both the ladies yeah, and yeah, Tedor. Yeah. So he's like free, 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 free. That'll Se- be seven fifty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I just thought it was like um, seven fifty for a beer. Like I guess that's right in New York City. Yeah. In two thousand eight. Yeah. It's probably even more now. Yeah. 
I mean, I feel like that's about like, yeah, well, I guess when I get a beer, depending on what kind of beer and what bar, it's generally like eight to $12 a beer. Yeah, Is but that... I feel like it's never like, and change. It's never like 50, yeah. you know, it's, it's like $8, yeah. $7. Yeah. Um, all right. So what do I have? Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> the first, so not, we see Doug throw the business guys out who they get, in, he gets into a fight with, but in the montage of Doug being crazy, we see him kick other people out. Yeah. It's a priest and a nun having lunch together. Yeah. And yeah. he goes, okay, you two lovebirds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was funny. Um, I forgot who said it, but someone said clobber in time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. That's very funny. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. I liked, there's a whole bit at the beginning where Barney has a thing where he fakes his way through conversation by using the titles of, uh, black family sitcoms yeah. from the seventies and eighties. Yeah. So he's like, good times. It's a living. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> different strokes. Yeah. Different strokes. But then he says, uh, uh, what's happening or whatever. Yeah. And then when he, when, when Doug says, we got to go fight these guys and Barney like snaps out of it and he goes, what's happening now? <laughs> Which is <laughs> like a very, very funny, funny like tag to that. Yeah. And it's all because he can't focus on the conversation because he's like staring at a girl at the a bar. A girl in the tight red sweater. That's yeah. what, that's what, uh, Lily says, or, Bar- or Robin, I can't remember who's yeah. it, but yeah. Uh, all right, what's, what else do you have? I've, I still have a bunch more to go. Um, uh, well, this is maybe under the umbrella, but we get like a flashback to college, so we get like the sandwich bong. That's on, I have that under the umbrella, yeah. 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 Uh, okay, are, do you have any more? No. Nope. Okay, I've got a bunch. Okay, so the imagination of Marshall's like fights with his brothers, where they're like tickle mm-hmm. fights, mm-hmm. and then like mm-hmm. they go... Cocoa break to take a break and drink hot cocoa, <laughs> yeah. which comes up when we see the actual fight. And yeah. Marshall yells, Cocoa break, and throws scalding hot cocoa in his brother's face. <laughs> yeah. He's like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I liked when Barney is like, when he's going out to fight and he like is talking about going out and doing what men do and being a man and man. And he like takes off his jacket and then hands it to like Lily Robin and says, Could you find a wood hanger for this? Yeah. <laughs> um, I liked that. Um, so I know Barney punched himself in the face. The reason I know is because the exchange right after that really made me laugh. He punches himself in the face. He gives himself a black eye. And Ted says, what are you doing? And Barney says, what I should have done a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> Punch um, himself in the face. Yeah. Uh, and then my final one is Marshall complaining to Lily about how Ted and Barney are like all manly now. And he says... Uh, they think they think they're David Hasselhoff and Cro- Crocodile Dundee, and Lily's like, "Those are the manliest guys." <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, I miss all. Like, I don't write down these things because I'm like so focused on like trying to get the whole recap done. I need I, to be better. I don't know. I'm sure you'll figure it out, but I also think you already do a fine job. Okay. And I'm here with my notes as well okay. to help. You know. Okay. Uh, I don't have anything for Make It Fashion. I don't know. Doug's toupee. Oh, my gosh. Doug's toupee was funny. Um, I like Marshall's sweater with the horizontal stripes. There's, okay. like, a whole scene about it. Oh, right. Because <laughs> he gets, like, called fat or something? Yeah. By one of the kids? By one of the kids in the classroom. So he's talking about, like... Yeah. Yeah. 
his horizontal stripes. That's right. I forgot um, about that. Also, I guess I mentioned the Triumph motorcycles T-shirts. That's my that was my yeah really good fashion. Um, Lily has a peasant dress. No surprise there. But there was one with like a wild neckline that like had like just it jutted out in different uh-huh. weird directions. Yeah. Unfortunate. Unfortunate. Um, what's under the umbrella? I've got uh, I've got plenty. Yes. Um, oh yeah, I forgot. I start this. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Wendy the waitress um, was back. She's unlike Doug. She has actually been there like yeah. the entire series. Yeah. Uh, what else do you have? We we gotta have you met Ted like oh, during after the flashbacks, their yeah. heroes. I guess. Oh no, I thought it was after. Oh, maybe he did it. Yeah, right. Maybe he did it again. Yeah. But I know during the like the montage of Doug being present at the bar. Okay. There was a heavy met Ted in there, but I think you're probably okay. right. There was one after. Okay. Um, uh, Barney makes reference to having successfully uh, evaded or beaten nine sexual harassment charges. That's yeah, yeah the, not as funny as it maybe maybe yeah. was back then. Um, we did get a legend, Airy. Oh, did we? Dairy. Yeah. I don't even see. This is why you take. But I don't remember where it was, so I didn't take well enough. Yeah. No. Um, <clears throat> you mentioned the sandwiches, so I'll go on uh, and say for the second episode in a row, there's the goat. The goat, the goat in the apartment, yep. which he, like he says, that's a few months off. So I'm guessing by the end of season four, we will find out what's up with the goat. Yeah. Um, we've talked about the heteronormativity in the show and Friends. Um, you know, because Marshall is a pacifist, he's going to go cry and he's a girl and he should go get a manicure, even though... Yeah. Barney gets, we already talked about manicures. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's how we got onto manicures. Yeah. yeah. Um, we get a lawyered from Marshall when oh, he like yeah. gets them off. He says yeah. lawyered, which is his thing. Yeah. Um, and then I don't know if you caught this. Do you have any more under the umbrella? Mm, no. Um, I don't know if you caught this, but in the flash forward three to five years to the Erickson family um, Thanksgiving, the... <laughs> crazy super tall like multi-layer oh, multi-layer yeah, yeah, yeah. thing where every other layer is yeah. like mayonnaise yeah. from the first season thanksgiving episode yeah. when lily goes to uh uh to minnesota um yeah. that was on the table i don't know if you noticed it but it was sitting there on the table okay so this is a good segue into similarities okay because yeah. i've got a lot here that giant multi-level dish We'll see something similar in Friends. That got teased on a tweet. It got teased on a tweet, and I've talked with you about it before, I think. Oh, okay. Um, Okay. I have a few here. Uh, Me too. Should we go back and forth? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, I'll go. Um, Yeah, both Gunther and Marshall are, um, it is implied that they are not men. Oh, yeah. So that's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, There was um, discussion of a hockey game. Uh, Yeah. You got that? Specifically... The use of tickets to a hockey game as a kind of enticement yes. was used in both episodes. I have yes. that as well. Yes. Yeah. And then, okay, you got that. The only one I have is... Um, I have another one. Uh, yeah, and then, so we'll end with yours. Uh, okay. Monica obviously gets told to quit, bitch. Uh, at the end of this episode of How I Met Your Mother, when Marshall knocks out Doug, suddenly Robin is attracted to Marshall, and Lily says... Bitch, don't even. So Monica and Robin both get called bitch. <laughs> okay. Um, I have two. Um, so this, the episode in How I Met Your Mother, the 
the fight is about staking claim of the booth. Mm-hmm. And we've had issues on friends with people taking their couch. Yeah. So it's like staking a claim of their like territory yeah. for both shows. Also, oh, and they had to fight. They had to fight. With, uh, it was Nikki Cat, right? Yes. And yes. I can't remember who the other guy was. Um, yeah. All I right, don't keep remember. going. I'm going to look it up. Okay. And then finally, it just occurred to me the storyline of Ross, like dating someone on the train and being exhausted because he's going on all these trips. Ted had that same issue with Stella. He was always exhausted because he right. was like missing out on all kinds of activities from taking the train to Jersey, right? Yeah. Back and forth. Yeah. Um, all right, I got a picture of the guy, but I can't. Let me see him. Oh, no, just went away. Um, oh. Yeah, I yeah. don't know who he is. Yeah. Listeners, remind us who um, was Nikki Cat's buddy in. Uh, Friends that they had to fight at the party. The one with the bullies. Oh, yeah. The one with the bullies. They, were, yeah. they got top billing. Um, top bullying. Good one. Um, okay. Uh, should we go to playing favorites? Yes. <sighs> this is a tough one. Three, two, one. How friends. I Met Your Mother. Okay. I, this Friends episode was hilarious. It was very, very funny. I think this might be, a, but I love this How I Met Your Mother episode too, and I think this might be a case of like my pre existing fondness for the show Mm -hmm. and just the fact that i was when i saw the fight was next i remember the episode exactly right down to the wood hanger and the what's happening now it was it's an episode that i remember very well yeah uh so i think that just like played into me liking it more but they're both standout episodes both very funny yeah and also i'm a big will sasso fan always have been yeah he's good um all right let's uh let's catch up on a correspondence Um, there's not much, um, I don't know, the holidays, maybe people are falling behind on, on listening or maybe they just like stopped liking us. Yeah, I think that's probably it. You think they stopped liking us? Yeah. Um, um, I have a lot of, sorry, I'm going through my tweets to try and find stuff about the show, but I also this week posted an episode of my other show with, uh, with Tyler, with Tyler. So, um, it's uh my mentions are like that's flooded a, with that yeah that's yeah. a great great pod um yeah so okay great up everyone should listen to it i'm sure everyone has yeah um yeah these are all well i know i can't remember where it is but uh jackson who is from the south mm-hmm. he's from alabama mm-hmm um, I always want to say Mississippi because because I'm thinking of Jackson, mm-hmm. Mississippi. Mm-hmm. I think Jackson's from Alabama, Alabama. I can't find the tweet now, but he said, "David, you don't have a goddamn accent." Because <laughs> we were talking about my Midwestern accent, but I guess oh, I it's compared to someone from Alabama, an accent yeah. is just certain word, like the pronunciation of certain words. College. College. Um, oh, there it is, David. You don't have a goddamn accent from Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, these are all, um, I don't know, you got anything else? No. Uh, anything you want to talk about? Maybe we need better calls to action. Maybe that'll get our correspondence going. Uh, I don't know, I, I throw out so many, but we don't keep track. Yeah. We should keep track throughout, okay, this is what we should do. I should write them down throughout the episode. So okay. at the end of the episode, I can say, here, as a reminder, here are your calls to action. But don't be... Uh, dissuaded? 
from referring to previous calls to action. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 We like um, getting old stuff. Okay. Friends and mothers, have you ever gotten in a, into a fight? Okay. What are your fight experiences? Yeah. Um, or how many Oreos can you stuff into your mouth? <laughs> or JoJo's or, JoJo's or, or Hydrox. Any sandwich cookies. Yeah, any sandwich cookie, really. Um, let's see if there are any other. I did so such a good job last week of like getting the correspondence in order beforehand. No, we don't have anything from last week. Okay. All right. Yeah. So Jackson saying I don't have a goddamn accent is is the only That's note we got. We got. I'm giving. I guess it's the it's the holiday. It's the holiday season. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. You I mean, can tell anymore, us about your um, New Year's uh, plans, intentions for the new year. Oh, like resolutions. <laughs> no, I'm just kind of winging it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't uh, like resolutions, but I I think intentions are okay. Okay. Well, um, let's move on to my favorite segment to introduce. It's a segment called, How Were We Doing? This is where we look at what happened in the world in the days these episodes aired. So, um, December 18th, 1997. Um, okay, hold on. I have to, give me a second. Okay. Um, glazed maple donuts. Mini chocolate mousse presents. Eggnog. Cold brew gingerbread oat. Latte. Parmesan Reggiano, aged 40 months. Okay, so December 18th, 1997. According to this site, which is not always right, it says that Titanic premiered this day. But movies come out on Fridays. And I looked it up on IMDb and Titanic was released on December 19th. Hmm. But maybe there was like a premiere, like a, you know. Yeah. On the 18th? In any case, or maybe they're saying at 18th because it was at, at midnight that it premiered. Any case, in any case, this okay. is this aired, this this movie aired, this was the last Friends episode to air in a world without Titanic. Okay. <laughs> if that makes sense. Okay. Um, I, don't, I don't know about you, uh, Natalie, but I'm a big Titanic guy. Yeah. It's my favorite James Cameron, and, I, and that's saying something because I like James Cameron a lot. I don't, but I do like Titanic. Um, I saw it multiple times in the theater. Yeah. Um, do you, I don't know if you ever saw Scream 2, but uh, there's a film studies class where Joshua Jackson keeps mentioning, he's talking about sequels that he likes better than the original. He mentions Terminator 2 and Aliens, and, and Sarah, Michelle Gelfer, Sarah Michelle Geller says, you've got a hard-on for Cameron. Uh, <laughs> and you, you do? I guess I do, yeah. Um, I'm a, I know you are not an Avatar person. No. I love the original Avatar, and I'm going to go ahead and say it, Avatar Way of Water is even better. Wow. So, um, uh, yeah, top five Cameron. Titanic's number one, Avatar 2, Avatar, The Terminator, and Aliens. Those are my top five. But I also haven't seen The Abyss in forever since mm. I was like in middle school. So I've I never seen it. Um, so that's a fun thing that happened on December 18th. A sad thing that happened on December 18th, 1997 is Chris Farley died. Oh. Um, which I guess means Chris Farley never got to see Titanic. It's not yeah. the saddest thing. Um, but... Uh, You and I, I think, are of an age where we came of age. Like, Chris Farley was one of the funniest things going. Mm -hmm. Um, It was was a huge huge shock um, to lose him so so young. Um, uh, Top five songs in the U.S. that day. Wait, I I haven't named favorite camera, but I was going to say, what's your favorite Chris Farley movie? But it's obviously Tommy Boy, right? Like... Mm -hmm. 
he was more like he's more known for his like Saturday Night Live stuff. Mm-hmm. I think like as an actor, um, he's not in that many great movies. I love. I have a soft spot for Dirty Work. Speaking of the late Norm Macdonald, mm-hmm. and Chris Farley has a role in that as a regular at the bar who got his nose bit off by a rat, and so he has this like nose that's like this prosthetic nose that's just like a flat like yeah. thing in the front. Um, he was also in Coneheads, was he not? I never saw Coneheads. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it's, and I, I don't. I never saw Beverly Hills Ninja either. Uh, yeah, I didn't. But I saw Tommy Boy. I saw Black Sheep. All right. Um, top five songs in the U.S. Uh, no real changes here. Uh, actually, no changes at all. Uh, top five: LSG, My Body. Oh, top- he was in Wayne's World, of course. Oh, of course, yeah. yeah. And he has the whole like. Uh, <laughs> he's a security guard yeah. who gives them like way too much information yeah. about the record execs like travel plans, <laughs> yes. which weirdly came in handy later. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, at number five, LSG, My Body. At number four, Usher, You Make Me Wanna. At number three, Leanne Rhymes, How Do I Live? At number two, Elton John's Something About the Way You Look Tonight. And at number one, Elton John's Candle in the Wind, 1997. We need to shake things up here. Yeah. Not enough movement at the top. Yeah. Um, but I feel like that was... These days, you get a lot more movement at the top of the Billboard Hot 100. Yeah. Um, the, the era of things... Like with Titanic, which would be in the theater... Like, you know, Titanic came out in December. I didn't see Titanic until the day before the Oscars because I wanted to see it. So it was like March. It was like on spring break. So it came out before Christmas. I saw it on spring break. It wasn't like in a second-run theater. It was just like still in the theater. And that's right. what used to happen. Yeah. Um, another example of that that I know you and I have talked about, but I can't remember if I've said it on the podcast before. According to my parents, the first movie I ever saw in the theater was E.T., mm-hmm. which is funny because E.T. came out before I was born, but yeah. it was just still in the it theater still there, yeah. uh, for so long. Uh, all right, um, let's move on to Monday, just December 8th, 2008. Um, again, you and I had had met, but um, uh, we had not yet had our first date. Mm-hmm. Um, I think on Wednesday of this... So this is Monday, December 8th. I think Wednesday, December 10th is when I got your digits at a bowling alley. Oh, yeah, because it was our friend's birthday. It was our right? friend's birthday at the bowling alley, and he, like, texted me. We were, yeah, I was like, we were already texting then. Yeah, we were definitely texting in 2008. Yeah. And he texted me, and I remember, because I worked, like, three jobs at the time. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't have health insurance. It was, like, a struggling, uh, uh, broke ass. But um, I was very tired. But I remember thinking, like, I don't want to go, but I was like, oh, I'll bet that Natalie girl will be there. <laughs> and so that's why I went. I rode my bike to the... Um, the the bus stop almost uh like ran over i have this memory of like coming so close to, i was like riding and i saw a woman standing there and what i didn't see is that she was holding a leash and there was a dog <gasps> on the side of me and the leash i didn't see until i was almost on top of her i thought i was just gonna go past this woman yeah and then i almost ran right into her leash and had to slam on the brakes and she screamed in fear and i was like sorry 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 and that's like burning my memory and then we went to the bowling alley um did you ask sean like if i was gonna be there no okay you just like because i knew he'd tell you if i asked that yeah i wanted to play it cool yeah um but uh yeah we we hung out a bit there and then of the whole um party of people uh which included a couple of famous people by the way yeah. uh we're not gonna mention names yeah. uh but um of the whole party of people only four of us decided to go to another bar after 
right? The white horse? No, the Arbar. Arbar. We went to Arbar, and um, I was like, oh, I don't know, I got my bike, and that's even further from, you know, if I go that way, it's going to be an even further ride back. And you were like, I think your bike will fit in my trunk. And it did, and you drove me to the bar, and then you drove me home afterwards, and I got them digits. And this was in my Chrysler LeBaron yeah. convertible yeah. era. This yeah. was a 1986 John Voight. <laughs> Driving around in John Voight's car. John Voight's uh, Chrysler LeBaron. Yeah, so that was two days after this episode aired. This is the last How I Met Your Mother episode to air before I got them digits. Yeah. Yeah. Um, things that happen in the world this day. Uh, a lot of stuff that's a bummer, you know, like a lot of political uh, stuff and, and a lot of... Because um, it's still the global financial crisis. Um um, uh, the Standard and Poor first uh, Standard and Poor Credit Rating Agency um, downgrades Russia. Whatever that means, I don't know. I okay. saw the Big Short. I feel like I should know what that means, but I don't remember. Yeah, and there's still like war on terror stuff. Um, uh, an actor that I really like. I feel like you would recognize him if you saw him. Um, a great American character actor named Robert Prosky uh, passed away on this day. Mm. Um, the first thing I know him from will always be Gremlins 2, where he's um, the uh, Grandpa Munster type of like oh, yeah. host. Yeah, but I he's also um, other things. Yeah, he's in a lot of stuff. He's in he's in Michael Mann's Thief, where he's a bad guy. What is his name? Uh, yeah, Robert Prosky. Oh, he's in Mrs. Doubtfire. Is okay. he the boss in that's Mrs. It. Doubtfire? That's it. That's yeah. the one. Yeah. Um, anyway, I like Robert Prosky a lot. Uh, rest in peace. But um, he also had a you know long life. He was almost eighty, I guess. Yeah. Um, I guess we should all be so lucky. I don't know. Uh, all right, number f- oh, top five songs in the U.S. on this day. At number five, Lady Gaga's "Just Dance." <laughs> right? Yeah. You're laughing at me. No, I like it. I like that song. Yeah, me too. Um, at number four, Ti's "Whatever You Like." At number three, Beyonce's "If I Were a Boy." At number two, Ti's "Live Your Life." And debuting <laughs> at number one, Beyonce. All the single ladies, all, all the single, single ladies, ladies, all the single ladies. If you like it, then you can put a hang on it. Um, what? This was, yeah. I'm doing a little dance. Yeah, I was. Um, I need to look up Beyonce's discography. Because I was late to the train, or late, yeah, to to get on the the bandwagon, I guess, mm-hmm. when it came to to Beyonce's music. Now mm-hmm. I'm a big fan. But mm-hmm. um, I don't think it was until. So that's I Am Sasha Fierce. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it was really until the self-titled one in 2013. Um, that I really you started didn't like to like her. Irreplaceable? I don't think so. Okay. Because that's um, like. I think that was like the first like huge hit. No. But I guess um, the self-titled one with, like, um, Partition, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, and Drunken Love mm-hmm. is, like, it started to have a little bit more of the swagger. that I, Like, she started to break away from, like, the box of, like... Destiny's Child kind of Yeah, sound. that kind of, yeah. like, you know, 92,000 R&B. Yeah. And started really, I think, to forge her own sound. I've mm-hmm. since gone back and I like older stuff that you I like didn't give it... Not really, but uh, some songs. Yeah. But um, yeah, I was late to, to Beyonce. Yeah. Okay, um, 
that's enough fucking around, right? Yeah. Uh, let's move on to our final segment. It's called Challenge Accepted. This is where we try to predict what's going to happen next week on both shows um, with only the episode title as clues. Uh, but let's first look at how we did last week. Okay. I said uh, Ross starts going with a nice gal from up Poughkeepsie way. But I also said, Rachel, try as she might, just can't hide her jealousy. No. Rachel didn't seem to care. No. Which is weird, actually. Yeah. Very... But um, she was trying to get her fuck on, I guess, right? Yeah. Um, you said Barney and Ted nearly come to blows over a dame. Okay. So... Neither I'm of gonna, us is right. I'm going to argue that they did kind of come to blows. I mean, they, they did fight. Yeah. And they were kind of both... Interested in Rachel's or in uh, Robin's affections. I just feel like that was way more Barney. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I don't think they were fighting over Robin. No, they weren't fighting over Robin. Well, you said over a dame. Okay. I think oh. we both got it wrong. Okay. We both blew it. Zero. Zero points. Okay. Um, okay. Season four, episode 11 is called The One with Phoebe's Uterus. Okay. Um, now, obviously, I have an idea of what this is about, because um, Frank Jr. wants her to carry his uh, his and uh, the mom from that 70s show. I'm forgetting her name. I feel bad doing that to actors. Um, yeah, I just remember but, her as Kitty from yeah, that 70s show. Um, carry her their babies to term. Yeah. So. What is her name? Um, yeah, let us know. Um uh, Okay, I'm going to say that Alice Knight is her name. Okay. Uh, oh, no. Deborah Jo Rupp. Oh, yeah. Deborah Jo Rupp. Yeah. That sounds right. Okay. So Alice is her name on the show. On, on Friends. On Friends. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Um, okay. What should... I feel like it's too obvious to be like Phoebe gets the surrogacy process started, okay. you know? Okay. I mean, there needs to be, um, uh, let's say, I'm going to say Frank Jr. returns and... Grills Phoebe on the mm, constitution and sturdiness of her uterus. Okay. So I'm saying that Frank Jr. is like making Phoebe uncomfortable with how like okay. forward he is and asking uh, these medical questions. Okay. So, How I Met Your Mother, Season 1, Episode 11. No, no. This won't load. Season 4. Here we go, Episode 11. Oh, man, this is another good... This is a good stretch of episodes. Okay. Um, it's called Little Minnesota. Uh, Little Minnesota. Um, okay, so... Marshall's family is from Minnesota. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and they're all very big. 
They are. That's They're the all joke. verbing. Yeah. Um, so this is going to be a Marshall Lily episode. Let's see. Um, Little Minnesota. Are they going to go visit Marshall's family in Minnesota? And um, is is this like a name someone gets called? This is a moniker that someone gets. Okay, who gets called it, and for what reason? Um, is there a, like another sibling that's little? You're you're like asking me questions. I can't answer them. Okay. Maybe there's a sibling or like a cousin or a relative that's small in the Erickson family. Okay. And this episode is about... Marshall has a relative. Oh, you know what? Oh, go ahead. Maybe someone's visiting New York from the Erickson clan. Okay. And they're small? Is that? And they're small. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Marshall's relative who is relatively short petite <laughs> yeah, i'm gonna say no i'm gonna say relatively diminutive yeah um comes okay I, I, that's to gonna be the shock because everyone's gonna assume big that this apple. relative is yeah. like erickson size but they're tiny yeah yeah remember when um uh, when Barney's brother came to visit and Robin hadn't met him yet, they yeah. were all like, don't freak out, he's gay, but nobody mentioned he was black. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, we did it then. We we made our predictions. We talked about the episodes. Um, you can, as always, find this podcast wherever you found it, uh, but you can find a post for each episode at battleshippretension.com. You can comment there. You can tweet your comments at me at Davy Pretension. Uh, you can also email us at the one where I met your mother at gmail.com. Uh, so, um, and if we've heard, by, by the way, you've noticed how like um, disorganized I am with the correspondence. If if we've ever forgotten to, if you sent something we forgot, let us know. Let us send know. it again. I'll definitely um, shout read out to GoFundMe. Um, uh, oh yeah, we mentioned Tyler earlier, and um, you can uh, you know at the top of ba- you go to battleshipretention.com, um, pinned to the top, just under, under the slideshow is uh, a link to Tyler's the GoFundMe for Tyler's family. Um, so definitely do check that out uh, if you can. Um, I think that's all of my stuff, uh, Natalie. Where do you want people to find you on the internet? You know what? I don't, but. Um, if you like this episode, you should rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your mothers. Um, let us know about your experience with fighting. Yeah. <laughs> or New Year's Eve experience. Yeah. yeah. Um, literally anything. We're all ears. Getting fired, I guess. Are you going to be good getting fired? Sorry, don't like not sad getting fired stories. Yeah. But or good quitting, getting, quitting or getting yeah. fired. Those are always fun. Um, if you've ever gotten bit by a dog. Yeah. Like Davey did the other day. Um, okay, until next time, we'll see you at the Erickson Rumpus Room. <laughs>